Have you ever found yourself in situations or scenarios that in the past you used to really enjoy? Maybe you used to really look forward to them, but now they seem like they just drag on and they're not fun like they used to be. Do you ever find yourself engaging in conversations or engaging in gossip that you used to find really amusing, fun, and mentally stimulating? But now those conversations, they just seem superficial or inauthentic. Have you ever found yourself participating in things that you used to tolerate, but maybe now it's becoming increasingly harder for you to do so? Have you ever made plans to do something, going out, dancing, karaoke, whatever, and you used to like really look forward to that one night out, but now you find that when you make those same plans, you don't experience that excitement and that joy that you used to. Maybe you even feel like you have to suffer your way through them. Have you ever found that the company that you used to really enjoy, the friends and the social circles that you run in, that you used to really enjoy spending time with, that now when you hang with them, it feels forced or it feels draining? Do you ever feel like you no longer relate with some of the friends that you used to really vibe out with? Maybe it even feels obligatory or habitual on some level. Have you ever felt like you don't really fit in anymore with the friends that you used to? Have you ever felt like the plans that you really looked forward to, that now they seem unpleasant sounding or intolerable? Have you ever felt like the people, the situations, and the places, the things that you used to settle for, that once held you, that you once enthusiastically embraced, just don't fucking fly anymore? Well, if you can relate to any of these examples, or if you've ever felt similarly, I want to let you know that you're not alone and that you're in good company, as I have experienced all of these examples many times before in my life. And if you can relate to any of these examples and scenarios at all, or if you've ever felt similarly, well, I want to commend you for leveling the fuck up. And I want you to give yourself a little pat on the back for all your process in growing into a more authentic version of yourself. As we begin to do this hard work, as we begin to grow, and as we begin to embrace our own personal journeys more authentically, there is a natural tendency for us to outgrow the things, the situations, and people that no longer align with this new version of ourselves that we're growing into. So as we continue to do this work and as we continue to grow, we have a natural tendency to outgrow some of the things that no longer serve us. Hey there, friends. Welcome back and thank you for joining me on today's episode of Illuminating the Shadow podcast with Britt Hampton. I'm Britt Hampton and I will be your host and guide for our journey today. I'm so grateful that you're joining me on whatever platform you find yourself. And as always, I welcome any feedback, so please feel free to leave me a review on Audible, Apple, Spotify, or wherever else you may be listening today. And if you don't want to miss out on any future content from Illuminating the Shadow, well then I invite you to hit that follow or subscribe button if you feel called to do so. If you'd like to continue to deep dive into this journey of shadow work through self-awareness, personal growth, and self-reflection more in depth and at your own pace, I invite you to check out my Patreon, which is now live, and to possibly consider joining me as a patron on there. The link is in my show notes, and on there I'll be offering live meditations, exclusive bonus materials, 
exercises, Reiki offerings, toolkits, and other supplemental material that I have specifically designed to support you by giving you the tools to really explore and implement some of this material that I speak about on Illuminating the Shadow podcast. So if that's something that interests you, I invite you to check it out. So far on this season of Illuminating the Shadow podcast, we've been speaking a lot lately about embracing times of uncertainty, embracing times of transition, and learning to lean into those times of change. We've been talking about how we can better recognize and honor our own needs to slow down and to really turn inward for reflection, introspection, and ultimately clarity. And we've been talking about how we can cope better through the challenges of change by loving ourselves through the active process of change and transformation, and not just when we've met our goals or when we're celebrating that well-deserved victory, but actually loving ourselves through the process of change. And so today we're going to be building upon that context a bit as we explore our own growth processes and our own cycles of growing and outgrowing the things that no longer serve us. So in the last content-based episode of Illuminating the Shadow, we spoke a bit about how we can better love ourselves through the active process of change and transformation. In that episode, we spoke about exploring our tendencies when it comes to our self-talk and our own inner dialogues. We spoke about how our own self-talk has both the potential to support us, to encourage us, and to propel us forward in our objectives and in our goals, but at the same time, it has the capacity to keep us stuck and repeating old patterns that no longer serve us. And sometimes it has a tendency to be disencouraging. So in that episode, I provided you guys with a little criteria to help you determine whether or not your self-talk is supporting you and when it may be time to challenge some of that limiting self-talk. We spoke a bit about how we can act to conscientiously challenge and reframe our negative self-talk if we find that it's less than helpful. So if you missed that episode and you'd like to check it out, I encourage you to do so. That episode was called Challenging Our Limiting Beliefs as We Challenge Our Limiting Self-Talk. And I followed that episode up with a sweet little Reiki-infused meditation designed to help you actively release some of that negative self-talk. So if that's something that interests you, I encourage you to check it out. And in today's episode of Illuminating the Shadow podcast, we will be building upon much of that foundation as we dive into some of these themes a bit deeper to explore what I'm going to refer to as the art of outgrowing shit that no longer serves you. As we work to shine a light of gentle awareness upon our own personal journeys in growth and transformation, Through this process of introspection and deep reflection, well, then we can begin to draw our awareness towards what needs healing, what needs our attention, what needs our acceptance, and maybe towards what could benefit from a little bit of improvement. And as we explore these topics and scenarios today, I really want to encourage you to be gentle with yourself because this kind of work in self-awareness, it can be really challenging. And this kind of work in shining a light upon some of our more uncomfortable experiences. Well, it can be really difficult and sometimes unpleasant, especially at first, but I can assure you that it does get easier over time and with practice. 
And this kind of work is really important because through this process of awareness and reflection of our own experiences, we have the capacity to develop our own discernment, to really nurture and to foster our own sense of trust in ourselves and in our own processes. And then we can begin to embrace our most authentic selves with a sense of confidence. And through this work, we can sustainably care for ourselves and we can take our power back as we begin to understand that we have the capacity to break some of these patterns, tendencies, and beliefs as we begin to see that they are no longer serving us. I should warn you that this shadow work, it's challenging hard work. And this work in self-awareness and in personal accountability, it's really hard, especially at first, and especially if these concepts are completely new to you or if they challenge some of the beliefs that you currently hold. And so... Some of you may not be ready yet to entertain all the information that I'm presenting to you today, and that's okay. For some of you, I will be speaking about some things that may be really difficult to digest, really challenging to think about. And so for those of you that may struggle to hear what I'm trying to say, I want to let you know that that's okay. In those cases, I'm just planting little seeds, little seeds of awareness. And if you're not ready yet to nurture and to tend to these seeds of awareness, that's perfectly fine. They will rise up and they will grow at a later time when you are ready. I want to assure you that no matter where you find yourself, just know that you're exactly where you're meant to be and that there is no shame in taking your time and allowing your processes and getting there. It's my hope that this episode of Illuminating the Shadow, that it resonates with you and that there's something that you can take away from this material and perhaps explore in your own time. Perhaps this episode today challenges you to reflect upon your own journey, where you are now, the circumstances and events leading you here, and where you might want to go from here. It's my most heartfelt intention that this episode serves you in some way, and that there's something constructive and healing that I can offer you of my own experience. So with that being said, let's get into it. For our journey today, all you will need is a curious mind, an open heart, and a willingness to offer yourself some gentle self-awareness. When we know better, we do better. And as we grow more deeply into ourselves and more grounded into our truths, we find that some of the things, some of the people and behaviors and tendencies that we used to accept, that we used to enjoy, and that we used to sometimes even enthusiastically embrace, some of those things that we used to settle for, well, we find that they no longer serve us. We find that they no longer align with the person that we are growing into. And that's okay. This is a natural part of the process of growth. Along with growth comes a natural tendency to outgrow people, places, and things. So as we begin to grow, and as we begin to outgrow older versions of ourselves that we once found acceptable, I want to let you know that it's normal to outgrow friends. It's normal to outgrow partners and acquaintances. It's normal to feel guilt about your changing needs and your changing priorities and your changing self. It's normal to feel a little bit more sensitive and to require more space to process and integrate some of these changes in your life. And it's normal to freak out a little bit inside about some of these changes that you're making. You're allowed to outgrow people. You're allowed to outgrow 
situations that you once found acceptable and you're allowed to outgrow old versions of yourself that no longer resonate. It's completely normal to grieve the people or things that we outgrow. It's completely normal to feel a sense of nostalgia or a sense of longing for those good times that have passed. It's normal to miss the people that you've outgrown, the old friendships that you've outgrown, and it's normal to miss the old versions of yourself that you've shed along the way. When you're experiencing those feelings of uncertainty and those feelings of discomfort, that discomfort of not knowing, it's normal to miss the days where the world seemed to make sense. It's normal to miss and to mourn the people and situations that you've outgrown and it's normal to miss and to mourn the old versions of yourself that you've shed along the way. And as you outgrow these people and scenarios, you may find that you need to make space. You may find that you need to take space for yourself. And I want to assure you that it's okay to make space for the things that you deserve and to let everything go that's in the way. I want to encourage you to give yourself permission to grow, to outgrow, and to change your mind when you outgrow the situation. I want you to give yourself permission to grow, to outgrow, and to change your mind when the situation no longer feels right in your body or in your heart. I want you to give yourself permission to grow, outgrow, and to change your mind when the circumstances change. I want you to give yourself permission to grow, to outgrow, and to change your mind when the choice at hand no longer aligns with your goals and your values and your beliefs. I want you to give yourself permission to grow, to outgrow, and to change your mind when the result wasn't what you expected, when it wasn't what you intended, or when it's not what you wanted. And I want you to give yourself permission to grow, outgrow, and to change your mind when you want to change your mind, when you can't quite pinpoint why it feels off, but you still recognize that something is off. And I want to encourage you to give yourself permission to grow, to outgrow, and to change your mind when the circumstances no longer feel right or no longer align with where you are now. Change is nearly always accompanied with some level of discomfort, with some level of resistance. And this resistance, this discomfort, it's a natural and normal part of the process of change. Shifting into something new, well, sometimes it can feel like a warning or a threat to your nervous system, especially if you've been accustomed to doing things the same way for a while, especially if you're breaking some really long-held patterns, habits, or tendencies. But just because it feels like a threat, just because it feels alarming in your body or it feels notably different doesn't necessarily mean that it's wrong for you or that it's an actual threat to your safety. Sometimes it just means that your nervous system needs time to recalibrate itself and that there needs to be a period of readjustment. If you've been feeling like you're in a state of high alert, if you've been grinding in survival mode for a while now, or if you've been experiencing a lot of anxiety, for example, and then you begin to shift out of it, well, that shift, it can feel really foreign. It can feel really unfamiliar and it can feel really unsafe sometimes. 
And that sense of unsafety, it can bring up some defensive mechanisms in your nervous system. It can bring up that resistance, that discomfort, and some of these growing pains, right? And the same applies to transitioning out of a period of depression or a period of feeling avoidant or withdrawn, a time of feeling stuck for a while or shut down. When you start to emerge from your little depression cocoon, there's oftentimes this sense of resistance that you kind of have to push through at the beginning, right? And this is because your body gets comfortable doing what's normal for you, doing what's typical for you. If you experience depression or anxiety symptoms for an extended period of time, your body gets comfortable in that. Your body is constantly trying to level itself out. It's trying to maintain its own sense of homeostasis. And so sometimes when we do things differently, when we branch out and away from our normal patterns, it can send like a shock, a false alarm through your nervous system. And that's where this feeling of resistance oftentimes comes from. That's where the sensation of discomfort can come from. But just because it feels like an alarm or it feels alarming and triggering in your body doesn't necessarily mean that there's an actual threat present. And so it's really important to take this into consideration and to be mindful of this because change, any kind of change or period of transition, it's always accompanied by this sense of discomfort, by this sense of resistance. Does that make sense? So I'm going to give you an example of how I came to experience and understand this myself. When I moved out of my childhood home and I moved across the country away from my family, I was so used to the chaos of my house. I was used to high intensity emotions. I was so used to my mom's explosive outbursts. I spent years tiptoeing around anything that I thought could possibly lead to confrontation. I spent years shrinking myself to accommodate everyone around me. And I spent years bracing myself for the other shoe to fall. And I think I did this because I really believed that my mom's behavior was the baseline. It was all I had really known. And so it kind of set the baseline for me. And it wasn't until years later that I realized my mom was the exception it wasn't until years later that I realized my childhood was super abusive and my mom was really struggling with some mental health issues that greatly contributed to a lot of her behaviors. And so the first time that I experienced a real sensation of peace, I was alarmed by it. It felt unsafe. It felt unnerving for me in my body. And I remember describing it to my therapist as I told her I felt stuck somewhere between complacency and contentment. And I literally didn't know what to do with that feeling. And it made me feel like I was doing something wrong. And it took me quite a while to finally recognize that that unnerving sensation in my body that I was experiencing, it was peace. See, my nervous system was so used to being in survival mode. I had spent my whole life up until that point in survival mode and operating from this frantic, frenzied pace. And so... When I finally experienced a sensation of slowness and of peace and contentment, I thought that I felt stuck. I thought that I was being complacent. And so it took me a while to settle into that sensation and to feel safety within it. And that's because your body and your nervous system, they get comfortable doing what's routine for you. Managing that baseline, managing that point of homeostasis, right? 
And so when we do things differently and when we break away from our normal baseline patterns, there is a deep sense of discomfort that comes along with it. And your body can literally send you these little false alarms that feel like a real threat is present, but you might have to to look a little bit deeper to see if that's actually true, you know? Sometimes in reality, the only threat occurring is you challenging that baseline norm. And it can feel scary, but that's okay. Um, These times of transition and periods of growth, they tend to lead to periods of withdrawal. They tend to lead to periods of isolation. And that seems to be a really big theme that comes up during these times of transition and during those times of more drastic change. So considering this, I think it's really helpful to be especially mindful and aware of our own self-talk. So if managing and redirecting self-talk is something that you struggle with, I wanna encourage you to check out the last couple episodes on this topic if you think that might support you. And I wanna encourage you to try to lean into the discomfort of solitude as it presents. Don't be afraid of the feelings of solitude, those feelings of loneliness, or those feelings of isolation that come from raising your standards, that come from outgrowing situations, scenarios, or people that you used to be able to tolerate, right? So with isolation and those periods of withdrawal, often comes deep reflection, introspection, and stillness. Clarity comes to us during those times of solitude and in the magic of stillness. And yes, you heard that correctly. I just said there is magic in stillness. And there really is. I can promise you that there is such potent magic in stillness. If if you can just sit through the discomfort of learning how to quiet down and turn inward, which does take practice, does take patience, especially at first. But I can absolutely guarantee you that if you choose to sit in the stillness and sit in the discomfort of that stillness, you will find very real and potent magic there. Our most profound epiphanies come to us in stillness. Our greatest ideas and realizations come to us in stillness. That spark of creative inspiration, it comes to us in stillness. That spark of divine inspiration comes to us in stillness. Spirit moves in stillness and spirit speaks to us in stillness. Have you ever noticed how your greatest realizations, they always seem to come to you right when you wake up first thing in the morning or at night when you're trying to wind down, you're trying to lay down and fall asleep, when your body is still and your mind is most clear, right? You don't have these grand epiphanies or these moments of profound clarity when your analytical, logical mind is taking the lead. When your mind is busy planning, making lists, checking boxes, when your thoughts are racing to the future or dwelling on the past, that clarity only comes to us in stillness. And that clarity only comes when you make space for it. By being still and remaining present in the present moment, there is such magic in stillness. Life is full of change, right? And as we grow and as we change, we have this natural tendency to outgrow some of the people, things, and circumstances that we used to be okay with, that we used to happily tolerate or oblige. And sometimes we may have this tendency to hold on to things out of convenience, out of habit, out of expectation, whatever the case may be. 
but it's our responsibility to recognize that as we change, sometimes the things that we're holding on to, we don't need to carry anymore. Sometimes the beliefs that we held are no longer ours to carry. And so it's really important for us to use our discernment to help us to understand what is ours to carry and what is ours to be responsible for. And then when it's time to hold tight, when it's time to let things go. So it's up to you to use that discernment to determine what you're responsible for and what you aren't. It's up to you to use that discernment to prioritize your own needs, prioritize how and where you spend your time and energy. It's up to you to use that discernment to be clear about what you say yes to and what you say no to. And I want to encourage you to allow your boundaries, allow your boundaries to support you through these times of change, times about growing all the shit that no longer serves us. It's up to you to recognize your own needs and to meet them. And you have every right to do so. It's up to you to use your own discernment in how you meet your own needs. And so sometimes that may require discussion. Sometimes there may be a need for reevaluation of your current situation. Sometimes there may be a need for introspection and reflection. Sometimes there may be a need for more firm boundaries in your relationships or clear communication. And sometimes you may need a little bit of space, a little bit of room to clear your head and collect your thoughts. And sometimes there may be a need to walk away from the things that no longer align with you in order to make space for the new things that do. So as you continue to grow, I hope that you outgrow not speaking up for yourself when it's important. As you continue to grow, I hope that you outgrow shaming yourself for feeling however you feel. As you continue to grow, I hope that you outgrow not seeing people when they show you who they really are. As you continue to grow and outgrow, I hope that you outgrow staying in one-sided relationships, staying in friendships or relationships that no longer align with where you find yourself now. As you continue to grow, I hope that you outgrow trying to be everything for everyone, putting yourself and your own needs last. As you continue to grow, I hope that you outgrow comparing yourself or your journey to others. As you continue to grow, I hope that you outgrow feeling guilty when you set a firm boundary. As you continue to grow, I hope that you outgrow tying up your self-worth in your achievements and your accomplishments. As you continue to grow, I hope that you outgrow the people, places, and things that keep you stuck. As you continue to grow, I hope that you outgrow any of the patterns or habits that you want to break. And as you continue to grow, I hope that you outgrow the old versions of yourself when you see that they're no longer serving you. As you continue to reflect upon your own personal journey, all the versions of yourself that you outgrew along the way, reflecting upon some of the behaviors and situations that you used to tolerate, but are no longer willing to entertain. Maybe you find that at a time, these situations and scenarios, they once held you. Maybe they once kept you safe and comfortable in what you knew at the time. But if you are beginning to see that some of these beliefs and behaviors are no longer serving you, or that they aren't sustainable any longer, and you're ready to release yourself from their holds, well, then it may be time to really consider putting this work into practice. Okay. 
So I know I gave you a lot to consider today. So I want to really encourage you to allow yourself some grace. Give yourself some time to process and to digest this information. I want to encourage you to take the time that you need to reflect, to process, and to consider some of this material in your own time. And I really hope that today's episode, that I challenged you to reflect upon some of your own beliefs and tendencies regarding some of the ways that you change, some of the ways that you grow and outgrow different scenarios, people, and things. And I hope that I challenged you to really consider what is taking up space in your life and to ask yourself if that's still aligned with the person that you are growing into. I hope that this discussion, that it challenges you to question what you think you know. And it's my hope that this podcast episode, that it encourages you to re-examine and reevaluate upon some of the ways that we grow and outgrow some of the things that we used to accept. Perhaps this process includes some gentle introspection and reflection on your part. Perhaps you find that this process includes a bit of unlearning and relearning on your part. This kind of work in radical self-awareness and in really looking at these more challenging parts of our own human experience, it's really hard work, okay? And it definitely takes some patience, some gentle awareness, and some conscious effort. And that's okay. That's to be expected. This work with self-awareness and this radical kind of self-advocacy, it's like a muscle. And so the more you use it, the stronger it gets and the easier it becomes to use in the future. I am so grateful to have this time here today to share with you a bit, and I really hope that this episode of Illuminating the Shadow podcast, I really hope that it resonated with you, and I hope that there is at least one thing that you can take away from this episode and perhaps ponder on your own time. I'm so grateful that our paths crossed when they did because this work, this life, it's hard, hard work, and now that we found each other here, well, we don't have to do this hard work alone. So I really hope that this episode, that it served you in some way. And if it did, I invite you to hit that follow or subscribe button if you feel called to do so. I also encourage you to keep a lookout for the meditation episode that corresponds to this episode and that comes out next Wednesday. And if you find yourself encouraged to continue to dive in a bit deeper into your own personal journeys and self-awareness through shadow work, then I invite you to check out my Patreon, which is now live, and to possibly consider joining me on there. Until next time, this is Illuminating with Shadow podcast with your host and guide, Britt Hampton. And I'm here to remind you that there is power in your voice and that there is medicine in your story.